It's a good show. Hi, I'm Natasha Legero, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Industry Ave Studios in, where are we again? Pico Rivera. Pico Rivera, California, with the band Brother (laughs) Sister and their songwriter-in-chief, Bobby Halverson. Welcome, Bobby. Hello. Now, you have uh, invited the bunch of people to ask questions to the pop oracle of your music and your your songs are providing the oracle fodder for these musical divinations and now we're joined by a fellow musician a man named joe barry welcome to radio Eight ball joe hey how's it going very good now how do you and uh, how do you and bobby and these brother sister band know each other um well me and bobby funny enough actually like grew up in the like same city and the same town like pretty i mean probably within like 10 miles of each other but uh we never met until living in los angeles so um and we actually met through our friend ty foster who's another musician and also like actor and stuff and um me and him went to high school together but we didn't really know each other in high school but we (laughs) ended up living in the same street in hollywood and then uh when bobby I mean, I think I graduated like the year before Bobby did, and then Bobby graduated, and then we kind of wound up in L.A. at the same time, and then we've been like, we'll kind of like randomly jam or do gigs here, you know, like I'll I'll come blow a solo or something with his band or, or some project or something like that. But we've, yeah, we've kind of been uh, but running into each other here and there in different avenues. And when you're blowing these solos <laughs> what uh, what particular what is your instrument of choice oh i uh, typically saxophone yeah that's that's kind of like my main instrument saxophone or like something like flute or clarinet well um i i get the saxophone and the clarinet but the flute's a whole different whole different beast right yeah it not isn't it isn't it's kind of <laughs> oh wait what was Bobby i just said not for joe <laughs> oh yeah well because flute has like same the same sax uh, fingering as a saxophone um i mean it's a whole different armature that you yeah. have to kind of work up um but yeah you know they're i mean they're generally the same so do you feel like most saxophone players would say oh yeah i can play flute too no problem uh i mean yes and no i know some sax players who are like oh yeah i can do that but i know some other sax players that are kind of like eh i probably could but I just prefer, you know, saxophone more. So they kind of they're yeah. scared. <laughs> they're scared. You're but but yeah, you yeah. the flute does not does not intimidate you. That's that's great. No, no cuz I mean, you know, it's just 
you can use、uh, every instrument for different things. You never know. I mean, but you know, everyone's different. I mean, if everyone was like that, maybe I wouldn't be like that. Like, if there was a law against saxophone players playing the flute, you would flout it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,、okay. precisely. So,、uh, <laughs> having got that unpleasantness behind us, what is your question、yeah. for the Pop Oracle?、Um, I guess my question would be, if you know, out of all the universes, as many as we can count, you know, I guess they typically go unending. But out of all the universes, you know, all the creatures that are kind of like. Evolving to the place that we are, you know, I, I wonder if all the consciousnesses are gonna like merge soon, and we'll all like be able to like talk to each other in our heads. Will all of the conscious consciousnesses、yeah. merge together? Yes. In a kind of singularity of、yeah. consciousness. Excellent. Well, that's a fan, that's a powerful question, and to. Engage the pop oracle now on your behalf. I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. <laughs> We love it. Song number three, <laughs> the lying game, performed by brother sister. Yeah.
And that was The Lying Game from Brother Sister. The answer to Joe Barry's question, are we approaching a time when all consciousness will be able to communicate with each other in a kind of singularity? Is that about right, Joe? Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get into the interpretation, let's get a little bit of background on the song from Bobby. And also we're joined in the studio by Heather Ogilvie, who sang lead on that song. And we'll get to their points of view on that song. So uh, tell us a little bit about where that song comes from. Uh, Sure. So that song was written, um, it's basically what it's about is um, when you're in a situation where you have feelings for someone and you know that if you reveal those feelings either to that person or someone else, it could destroy another relationship, either your friendship with that person or the relationship they're actually currently in. Um, and it's the title is kind of a, a play on the, the song, the crying game, or there's also a movie called the crying game. But um, so this one's basically about, having these feelings and harboring these feelings, but really just keeping it buried and not wanting to reveal it. Because you know that if you do, someone's it's going to fuck something up. Someone's going to get hurt or, yeah. So, Oh, and I guess the reason I wanted Heather to sing it is because when I, was, when I um, sort of came up with the melody, it just, I, for some reason, I just pictured her doing it she has a specific vocal quality and a sensitivity that um, I just, it just felt like that was the right decision. Yeah. And, and Heather, you said you had an idea about why you thought that song was perfect for that question. What did you think? Well, yeah, because uh, when Bobby was like, Hey, I wrote a new song and I want you to sing it. And I was kind of like, Ooh, what's it going to be? And then the lyrics and the melody, but especially the lyrics when he was sort of like, Oh, it's about this idea of like, if you reveal your feelings, then it will, like, ruin lives. And not that I have, like, 100% experience with this, but I had a friend in high school that that was in the air, and we were friends for years, and that always was sort of in the air, and it was this sort of, like, dangerous friendship because of it. And I just felt like the more I was, like, learning the song, I was like, I feel like I wrote these lyrics uh, thinking about that specific situation but also mm. the more i think about it it's like i mean that's i think what makes a great song is what everybody feels like they wrote the because they can relate to it in a certain way so i think it's just interesting that this question about singularity is like the one song where bobby wrote the song but i'm singing the song and i i feel a very deep personal mm. connection to the song even though i did not write the song i feel like it's in me very, very deeply. Like, I don't know where the thought came from almost, you know? I think that's really perfect. And I think another another aspect of it is that oftentimes when you have those feelings, you kind of don't need to say anything. I think it's mm. it's so often that the person can read it. They can pick up on an energy or a vibe and if you are sort of in love with someone and it's a, f- you know, verboten or whatever, mm-hmm. um, v- verboten as Kifo corrected me. Well, if it's actual German, the V is pronounced like an F. So verboten, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I feel like, uh, oftentimes you don't even have to say anything and, and that you sort of make that you're communicating without words in a way. And so I think it also 
relates to that. Yeah, yeah, and that can happen across galaxies. Yep. For yeah, what did you sure. think? What did you think, Joe, about how that song answered your question? Um Yeah, yeah. I mean I you know, I think the uh I felt like the overall feeling feeling of the song kinda has that like <clears throat> you know, it gives you that like uh I guess if you could liken it into like a movie or something, you know, it's like the end of the movie where you're like, Oh yeah, you know, there's uh there's shit that went down or, you know, there's stuff that went down, but everyone's going to be okay. And, you know, um, uh, but like, you know, kind of running off the like uh, idea of it, just kind of being like that revealing something to, um, to another person, you know, like I, I was just kind of thinking in terms of like, if uh, galaxies sort of, uh, have things like this where, I mean, maybe they're not feelings or emotions, but there's sort of like a sense of attractiveness that they know how to gravitate towards. And um, I don't know, I kind of, as as you were talking, Heather, I started thinking of like what you were saying, but in terms of like this happening with two like, you know, giant galaxies and like, oh, that's kind of a a funny thought to think that like, certain galaxies could fall in love with another one mm. and you know they try to get closer and closer but they don't realize that like upon uh coming together you know what chaos and destruction that might happen from any sort of star collisions or whatever sorry i'm totally rambling no no no, no. <laughs> but i'll tell you what, what i was thinking was well a couple things first of all knowing what the songs where the song comes from it makes me think that if there was that kind of singularity of consciousness everything would be revealed mm -hmm. there would be you know, it, it, like you said yeah yeah the the and as you say even though we like that the truth might already be revealed anyway people pick up on things energetically but if we started uh, you know leaning into that awareness of how we're picking up on everything everything becoming transparent then everything does read and so nothing is hidden and yeah and i really loved the just sometimes you, you hear a melody where just the way that that you know when i cry your name when you're singing that I, if i didn't know what the if i didn't know what those words meant i still would know what the meaning of that was mm. because of the performance because of the melody because of the way you sang it it was it's that thing like it transcended language and i love when when music does that and then the only other thing i was thinking was and i just love this uh i i, I love this idea of uh, you belong in everything you're the honesty i sing and again, there's that sense of everything reads. This is this is something I say all the time: is that everything reads. Mm. So you're the honesty I sing. Even so, it's like even if you're singing a lie, the music will tell you the truth. Bingo, right? Mm -hmm. That's 100% yeah, yeah. What that lyric is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I, whether or not we're we're close to that, I think we. I think this song provides a picture of what that might look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And that's that kind of, yeah, that like what that was making me think of like what I was thinking of how like, you know, the universe speaking to us and then sending sort of like these secret messages through stuff like sound or music and and synchronicity. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, where can we find yeah. Where can we find your music, Joe? 
my music um well i'm <laughs> in another galaxy making... yeah yeah you know like it, yeah, it's being sent from a different place so i'm just waiting for it you know it takes a couple years <laughs> you gotta download no i'm oh, what was that <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah no i mean i'm i'm actually in the middle of making stuff right now um and i'm also uh involved with a band and i know we're we're getting ready to make some stuff and, and come out with some new stuff. So, and that band is, uh, oh, we're, uh, we're called M83. M83. My friend. Yeah. My friend, Anthony. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a genius for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll provide links in the blog and, uh, in the show notes and thanks for asking a great question. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And thanks for, uh, Thanks for letting me listen to that great song. Thanks, guys. I re- yeah, yeah. I mean, I was listening through it through like a little phone, but you know, it's, it's got that like nice uh, nostalgic, like heartfelt, uh, powerful thing. Yeah. Oh, Kifo Nilsson says what's up as well. Oh, oh, what's up, Kifo? <laughs> he says, what's man, up? I thought I heard some bass, and I literally was thinking, I was like, oh man, that's some big, that's some sick bass shit right there. Like, I wonder who's playing that. That's him, man. That's funny, man. What's up, dude? Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.